Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I hope you are all well, inshallah. It has definitely been a hot minute, but welcome back to another episode of Head of the Podcast. Um, it's been actually quite a while, like subhanAllah, we're in 2023 and the last episode was sometime last year. Um, a lot happened at the end of last year. Alhamdulillah, I went to Togo, Africa with um, Ustad Yasmin Mujahid, as well as a Middle East tour. And Alhamdulillah, I completed my first Umrah. And then subhanAllah, you come back and then it's just run, run, run around work. And then uni is open, but... Regardless, we are here, and um, I've been I've I've actually got a, quite a lot of topics that I've just like been jotting down in a notebook, um, but the most recent one that I want to start with um, is I have finally decided to cover my face. It's not a proper niqab, but it is definitely like a step forward. Um, and Alhamdulillah, I really wanted to talk about that, but then I realized that I haven't really like introduced myself as Raz. And um, what's it called? Well, if you guys are going to be listening to me throughout this podcast, I thought I might as well have sort of an introduction um, right now, as well as ending it with, you know, how we got to breaking our nafs and putting the face covering on. And with this, I'm just going to briefly go over like a whole bunch of different topics from like hijab to going to the masjid to making friends and to starting your educational journey in like in terms of Islamic education and knowledge. And inshallah, it's just going to be covering everything. So without further ado, I'm going to get into I don't know why I feel nervous. Like I feel as if like 7000 people are watching me, like my heart's got like super hard oh yeah and I also did my Arabic intensive course so it's been almost uh, two and a half months uh, since I started learning Arabic and going to Arabic classes and subhanAllah I didn't realize how much of an emotional person I was until I did these classes and like for the two weeks that I did them they were absolutely intense it was like 9am to 4pm every single day for two weeks as well as like two three hours of homework before and after class so you can imagine how intense it was but subhanAllah since then I've just I just before speaking or before seeing people or before like even when I'm studying I just get overwhelmed and I'm like whoa sis is really in tune with her body huh but alhamdulillah inshallah I'll speak more about that as well so first bismillahirrahmanirrahim my name is Raz I am from Sydney Australia and I am 22 years old I am originally of Kurdish background Alhamdulillah, I really, really, really like my Kurdish culture. Um, but what I've found is like we're very, very uh, low in population here in Australia. Like, uh, subhanAllah, we're going extinct all around the world, but I didn't realize how little we are. Um, but Alhamdulillah, it's uh, quality over quantity, eh? Um, and with myself, I've I've grown up in, you know, you could say I'm a Muslim household, Alhamdulillah, born, born Muslim you know, grow up, grew up with uh, my family teaching us how to pray. We did Ramadan fasting, um, but nothing more than that. I grew up in a non-Muslim uh, area most of my life. I, um, for those in Sydney, Australia, like I grew up in around uh, Pimble and Macquarie. And then later on, we lived in Kurdistan for two years. We actually packed up and moved everything and went back to Kurdistan to live there forever and we went to school there and everything for two years but then my mom got pregnant with her twins so we came back to Australia and then since then I've been living in the hills area so in all the areas except for Kurdistan um, the Muslim population was quite uh, few and I didn't really grow up around Muslim friends or ever going to the masjid up until after lockdown was when I went for the first time 
and alhamdulillah my family was good but what I realized even when I went back to Kurdistan is like we have a lot of cultural practices and like as sad as it is the the parts of the deen that fit in with the culture are good to go and the stuff that aren't is just like no it's too much you're an extremist if you do anything beyond this anyways alhamdulillah so I grew up um I didn't really start being extremely extremely practicing until about um almost two years ago um I finished high school and I went to study science to get into medicine um our paths have changed now right now I'm doing uh, engineering with a master's of teaching and last two years I was doing biomedical engineering uh, but regardless I was at uni um, Sydney uni in Australia on my path to study medicine and so I was just studying, I was just your average high school girl. I didn't have hijab, or I didn't know anything about my dean actually, up until, when was it? So it's 2023 now, last year was 2022. 2021 is where my life, uh, you could say like, it did a complete like 360, alhamdulillah. Not that I was like a crazy person beforehand. I was like a bit, how are you going? I was I was good, alhamdulillah, but I, I like, I'm criti critiquing myself and from where I am now, I am really proud of how far Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed me to come. And so 2020, I used to work as a youth worker. So um, work with the government, kids from the government, like a social worker, um, look after kids uh, who come from troubled homes. And I absolutely loved that job. Like it was, it was very hard and intense, but it was the most fulfilling thing ever. Like these kids come from broken homes or from domestic um, abuse cases, or they just have nowhere to go. Like no one is able to look after them or their parents are unfit. So it's where we come in as uh, youth support workers. And I did a lot of driving and 2020 is, I found out this Kurdish girl on Instagram and I found out that she had a podcast. I really like the girl. So I started listening to a podcast for the first time and it was hers. Mind you, she's a Kurd, uh, a Christian girl with her American husband. But regardless, I started listening to the podcast and I found benefit in podcasts and I started enjoying it. And then I found this, um, the Muslim Vibe podcast. And then I found this, um, I found Mufti Menk. And then I found Imam Amr Suleiman. And I just started listening, oh, especially Norman Ali Khan. I started listening to these people and these podcasts as, you know, these khutbas as podcasts. And as I said, I was doing a lot of driving. And so I slowly, slowly started to stop listening to music. And this is early 2020. My first step looking back now that brought me here was just slowly listening to less music and just listening to more podcasts. And it was also like Jay Shetty and these other like business podcasts as well that have nothing to do with the Dean, but it was a replacement of music towards podcasts. And then that slowly, slowly, you know, that whole... If you live your life sincerely trying to better yourself, then I believe that Islam is going to come and just amplify that Well, from what I've seen in myself. And so we were listening to podcasts um, and then Ramadan came around. And before Ramadan, like for all my life, Ramadan was just a month of you know fasting and do your bare, bare minimum prayers. There was no masjid, there was no Quran. Read. I've never read, I'm, uh, by 2020, I'm 20 years old. I've never like sat down to ever read the Quran. I don't know how to read Arabic um, and so Ramadan has come and to me Ramadan is just fast during the day break your fast and go to the gym like that was my ibadah at night I didn't know anymore like our family didn't go out or anything and uh, what's it called so Ramadan came and I got my monthlies towards the last 10 nights 
And I was super, super, super discouraged and and super upset because I'm like, well, if I'm not fasting and if I'm not praying, what's the point of Ramadan? I didn't know about it. I didn't make du'as. I didn't do dhikr. I didn't do send any salawat. I didn't know like the importance of the drama. I didn't know anything. I'm telling you. 2020, I was at, like, I didn't know nothing. I actually, during that time, um, when I was at uni, I made uh, friends uh, with the girls from the MSA. Because um, when I started praying, I went into the musalla. And even though like I'm wearing like what, like non-Islamic clothes and going in, I put the skirt on, I pray and I leave. I still managed to, you know, meet sisters at the either iftars or um, on the train or something home. And uh, what's it called? Like she was telling me, she was like, oh, I can't, um, you know, Ramadan's fun. But the uh, imam at the masjid, he just recites too much Quran in the prayers. And I'm like... What do you mean he recites too much Quran? You can recite Quran in praise. And she's like, uh, yeah. She's like, he goes for Baqarah. I'm like, what do you mean? You can recite a surah besides ahad in your prayers? Like, I didn't know you could recite other chapters of the Quran in your salah. Like, and I didn't know that even in the last two of the four rakah prayers, you don't recite anything. For me, the prayer was Fatiha and then Surah Al-Ikhlas all four times. And it was all the same. Like, I didn't, hatta, I'm, I'm 20 years old and I still don't know how to pray. Like, I didn't know any better. I, like, and the way I was at home, it was like, uh, it was it was standard. Like that was the normal. Maybe my like, I still actually actually haven't asked my mom, but it's like, why did you tell me? <laughs> and Subhanallah. So as long as you're praying at home, even if you don't know how to uh, pray, it's uh, you know, as I said, the culture precedes the the deen. And so Ramadan for me, Alhamdulillah. By then, I realized that you can recite other surahs besides Surah Al-Ikhlas and Salah. Um, and then Ramadan for me, I was so discouraged because I had nothing else to do. And I was like, you know what? Let me start reading the Quran. And I started reading the Quran off YouTube um, by playing the surah, um, listening in Arabic and reading the English. And this is my first ever like proper encounter with the Quran. And from that Ramadan, I made a like promise to make sure that reading the Quran like this way off YouTube is the last thing I do before I go to sleep. Like I set my alarms, I turn my phone off and I have that 30 minutes to an hour of reading Quran. And when I say it is because of this, my life has changed. I am not lying. Like subhanAllah, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saw how like upset and eager I was. He turned that like that sadness into like this drive and this motivation that Alhamdulillah is still like going till this day. That practice I made in those last 10 nights of Ramadan 2020 is still going till this day like alhamdulillah it's it's a practice i've kept to make sure that the quran is the last thing i hear and read before i go to sleep i'm still working on when i wake up what i do but alhamdulillah because of that it's still there and i can say i i confidently owe everything to that so engaging with the quran is number one and for me i didn't know how to read uh arabic back then so youtube was my best friend like listening to it in arabic reading along in english i searched up sort of two sort of three sort of four sort of five sort of six up until sort of one one four and alhamdulillah that's how we got through the quran for the first ever time and it, it might be something small for many people out there who have um read the quran cover to cover and memorized Jews and a couple of other Jews as well but for me that was my biggest thing and subhanallah the timing was just it just worked like everything everything after me starting to pray and me starting to read the quran every single thing in my life life fell into place and as i said in this time even after ramadan like i didn't have muslim friends and so when i was going out with my non-muslim friends friday nights um you know, what's it called like 
I I wouldn't want to go out anymore. Like I just want to stay at home and like either listen to lectures or go on YouTube and read the Quran. That that became my like high and my fun. And so what I would do is I would purposely pick up shifts Friday nights or on the weekends just so I could say to my friends, sorry, I can't come because I have work. And like I wasn't lying, but I purposely made sure I had work just so I wouldn't be able to go out. And subhanAllah, it's like I remember me doing that small little thing, like just just trying not to go out for the sake of Allah. And subhanAllah, like a couple months down the track, I'm I'm coming home from the masjid from different halaqas at Friday nights and driving home. And like, I didn't think much of it at the time, but truly, 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 it's an example of how you never give up something for the sake of Allah, except that he returns and replaces with so much better. And so that's another thing. Like I started, I stopped engaging in places and activities that I didn't just, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't fitting for me. And then subhanAllah, so because of that, that's another step that I took. And back then, it didn't seem like a big thing. Like me starting to pray again, it didn't seem like a big thing. Me reading the Quran for the first time, it just seemed like the only thing I could do at that time. But subhanAllah, look at where it brought me. And slowly, 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 um, Ramadan, actually lockdown 2020, um, as I said, I started praying and I started reading Quran. And when those two happen and you're sincere, when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you say when you say that in your salah, when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala literally more than 31 times a day to guide me, guide me to the straight path, He's not gonna He's not gonna let you down. And I truly believe like I was sincere in those like I, I really I listened to like these tafsirs of Surah Al-Fatiha just off YouTube and and I really believe that it was that dua in my Fatiha that that brought me here, Alhamdulillah. And so when that happened, so you're, I've started praying and um, reading Quran, it's 2020 and 20 years old, I still am not wearing hijab. But for me, like once you start reading the Quran and you come across the ayah of the hijab, I'm like, what? Like this is an actual thing? Like to me, hijab was a culture. I didn't even see it that much as a, as a religious thing. And subhanAllah, like from then, I just really, really, really started to like make dua. Like, Ya Allah, I really want to wear the hijab. Um, I want to put it on. And so this was around April and then um, Eid came. And then before Eid al-Adha, um, I put the hijab on around July, June, July-ish. And how I put it on is I literally, <laughs> I was going to the shops with my mom and she said, go in the car. I'll be there after you. And so I went into the car and as I'm leaving and going into the car, I see a scarf in our hallway. And without even thinking, I just took it. I told myself, dude, hellfire is not getting any colder. I went in the car. I put my, I put that scarf on. And then my mom came in the car and she's like, what's this? And I'm like, surprise. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I put the hijab on. She's like, say Allah. And I'm like, yeah. And she started crying. And she went inside to do sajjah and a shukur. And my brother's like, what happened? What happened? What's wrong? And she's like, don't worry. And she came back. And that's literally how I put the hijab on. It like I, it, it just came from like praying reading Quran and being sincere in my du'as and alhamdulillah Allah invited me to start on this uh, act of ibadah so that's literally like how I put my everyone's like what's your hijab journey I'm like I walked outside I saw a scarf and I put it on <laughs> like literally that's it and alhamdulillah from there that's when I actually started posting on TikTok like that's just the video I just put up because I thought it was really cute like it was just my mom I wasn't even in it, but my mom's reaction was so cute and she was speaking Kurdish and I'm like, oh, what a cutie. And subhanAllah, that blew up and I was like, oh, okay, nice. 
And then after that, so I've got the hijab on, alhamdulillah. And then, so this is all still like around lockdown time. And then lockdown, after lockdown, uh, the day lockdown laws lifted in Sydney, I took my mum and I, like this was my first time going to the mosque. Like uh, as soon as, because mind you, I'm going through this buzz all in lockdown. Like it's just me and myself, my uni's online, everything. And I'm, I've got this buzz, I've put the hijab on and, and I'm really keen, but I'm not allowed to go out or go, go anywhere or meet anyone because it's lockdown, it's Corona time. And subhanAllah, the day um, Sydney lockdown ended, my I took my mom with me and we went to the mosque for Fajr and it was my first time at the mosque and it was my first time praying at the mosque and wallahi it was the most beautiful thing in the world and I still remember that day I still remember the kid giving the adhan and the dhikr after the salah and wallahi it was beautiful and I got manush with my mom afterwards but I just fell in love with going to the mosque especially for Fajr and from there I met this girl of TikTok and she told me to come to the UMA and do Sharia classes. And I'm like, yeah, sure thing. And I became friends with her. Um, I started this group um, because I was on social media, like a little bit, but still it was decent, like to get um, exposure. And then I uh, made a, like a Sisters in Islam Sydney chat. And we just started going to like a local mosque for Thursday night lectures and getting a feed afterwards. And like, I just, mind you, like, I'm like I'm not a nervous person when it comes to meeting people but up until then like since I finished high school to 2020 like for the last two and a half years I haven't made a single friend outside of my one high school friend and for me to just go out and start making friends and meeting up with like random sisters is like a big thing but <laughs> it's fun it's, it's, it's surprising to hear that now because I'm literally in everyone's face and I'm like hi how are you do you want to come here xyz um, but that's how I start. I just put myself out there and I just met the beautiful sisters that are still my sisters till this day, alhamdulillah. Almost like uh, like two, two and a, it's not two and a bit years later. Maybe, actually, this all happened in 2021. Ignore everything I said. 2021 Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, 2021 Ramadan. Because 2022 Ramadan was the first time with hijab. Yeah, al-muhim, you guys get the gist. Like it was, It's recent and that's how it started. And so I also used to go to UFC gym and I was posting on my story that um, I try, I started to learn Arabic through Norman Ali Khan's um, 10-day Arabic challenge on Bayina TV. And so I started learning the alphabet and I was um, I posted on my story and this girl at my at my gym was like, hey, my sister's an Arabic and Quran teacher. And I'm like, sweet, sign me up. And so her sister messaged me and I started to learning with her sister. Turns out her sister was the head of a Quran and Arabic school, not just a teacher. <laughs> but alhamdulillah, she started teaching me. And then we did um, one book uh, of uh, Tajweed classes. And then I started to learn how to read Arabic from there. And from there, it's just like, if I can like pinpoint the things that really changed and amplified my journey was stopping music, changing it for podcasts and khutbas. Um, starting my prayers and being sincere with my prayers and knowing what I'm saying in my prayers even if I didn't want to pray like just getting up and praying and showing up because even if you don't want to pray and even if you don't feel like praying like one you have to like the salah is so so important I can't like oh, child, I'm going to release an episode just talking about salah but the salah is so important and Sometimes even when you don't feel like it, the fact that you got up, the fact that you made wudu, the fact that you put your prayer clothes on, the fact that you put out your prayer mat and the fact that you actually did the prayer is a big thing. And wallahi, like step by step, it will come, 
easier and easier and you and you'll start tasting the sweetness of a salah and, and just remember your iman fluctuates like one day you're going to be excited another day you're not going to be excited but the deen isn't based off uh, how you and i feel like our obligations are our obligations even on our best day and our worst day so make sure you show up and be sincere like if you are sincere in just one of your duas and that dua being like guide us to the straight path Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't let you down whether it be in your life whether it be in your knowledge journey whether it be in your actions whether it be in your ibadah you just be sincere and you just show up and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you based off your efforts inshallah so yeah my um, prayers and also having a relationship with the Quran like guys this all started from me reading the Quran and even though it was through YouTube I was engaging with the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like this Quran is a gift this Quran is a miracle to our ummah like we have direct access to the words of Allah azza wa jal so why are we not engaging with this Quran every single day every single day honestly it's, it's it should be the bare minimum we should strive to be even if you read and even if you just open up the mushaf, even if you just open a random page and just read a sentence, it's something every single one of us can do and we should strive to do. For me, YouTube worked for me until I started to learn and then I started to read from the mushaf. And, and I still look at the English translations because I don't understand Arabic. But wherever you are, find what works for you and stick to it every single day and build upon it. Set a bare minimum for yourself and on days where you can go uh, go above it. And on days that you can't stick to that bare minimum. So make sure it's something small and consistent. That's the advice I can give. And with the hijab, like the hijab for me came after I realized like, yo, this is an ibadah. This is an act of ibadah ordained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as I am not eating pig, uh, I should be putting the hijab on. Like I'm prohibited from eating pig and I am told and obliged to put the hijab on. Like I didn't try and make a, a, a bit of a fuss. Like once you know that, this is what you have to do, whether you like it or not. Like, if you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and if you know that this Lord is the Lord that loves you more than your own mother loves you. This Lord wants the best for you. This Lord wants you to go to Jannah. And every single ruling is for our love, is from his love and for our protection. And every single prohibition is from his mercy and for our protection as well. So when this Lord tells you to do something, and you know who this Lord is, and you know that every single ruling that he gives you is for your own benefit then obeying him becomes so much easier like even till this day i have days where i struggle with the hijab but alhamdulillah it's 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 something that's anchored deep in and so even if the day comes where i want to take it off like physically i won't do it because it's not just me taking off the hijab it's me dis actively disobeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is something that scares me and if you just got to remember that you're doing this for the sake of allah this dunya is temporary and the reward is great. So for me, learning more about my deen and seeking knowledge is the biggest thing that helped me, not just with my hijab, but with all my acts of ibadah and staying away from all kinds of sins and fitna. And in terms of also, as I said, like I met this girl off TikTok, I started going to Sharia classes. Um, the uh, I started learning Arabic uh, with this uh, lady and she put me in an online class with another girl who also went to the same masjid as the TikTok girl and so I started doing Sharia courses at this masjid um, as I said I was going out with my friends Thursday nights and Friday nights to different um, events and I was just like calling up different masjids saying what do you have for sisters I want to come xyz and then it's just you know you seek it you make the ayat of Allah and he facilitates like you seek any good 
for the sake of Allah, he will facilitate. You just have to put the effort in. You just have to get out there. You have to get uncomfortable. And alhamdulillah, from there, I started going Friday night classes at the masjid. I started um, doing Sharia classes and just other um, courses, whatever they offered and going to lectures and stuff. And just really, really, really like, like putting, putting, like pushing myself when it comes to learning about my deen, because subhanAllah, it's been 21, 22 years where I don't know, where I know absolutely nothing. And for me to come and be like, what, like what, like this has all been here this whole time. Like, like subhanAllah, I was, I was so shocked. I was like, this has been here this whole time and I have known nothing about it. Like, there's been these beautiful sisters out here. There's this sisterhood out here. There's these messages out here. There's this class out here. This dean is so beautiful. Like, I felt so deprived. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but alhamdulillah, like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his, his, his plan is perfect. And I'm incredibly grateful for all the resources and all the sisters I have around me. And I really encourage you guys all to, um, you know, be, be involved in your local masjid or be involved in a class. And even if you can't find something around you, and I surely, surely re I think that you can, there's so many things out there online. Like I, I started the Sirah series by Yasir Qadhi online, and that's 106 episodes, I think. And it took me over a year, but I finished it like uh, January last, uh, this year. And subhanAllah, by the time I got to the end of it, I just started crying because it was so beautiful and so in-depth. And that whole series made me really fall in love with the Prophet wasallam even more and appreciate his sunnah even more. And just from there, um, even like from online, I started this WhatsApp group and we have these halaqas Wednesday um, nights and we just go through the seerah and we share our reflections. I'm sure you've heard of the reflections in the previous episodes, but everything like with me I don't want anyone to be look at me and be like oh my god she's so practicing I could never get there it's like don't worry man I'm not that I'm not all of that and it's only literally hasn't even been two years since I've started like my journey and I'm sure that 90% of you know a hundred times more than what I did two years ago like from where I was at my like from the start um, you just have to like push yourself and I'm sure that there's so many people out there that know so much more than me but I'm just like active online like there's so many beautiful people at my masjid that no one will ever know about because they're just secret friends with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I take inspiration from them and so I I'm going to put up another episode about all about um, you know study and seeking knowledge and all these resources um, that I have online as well as encouraging people to get out there and what I've learned so far so seeking knowledge is one of the most beneficial things that you could do knowledge for the dean and even if you say I have no time I can't do it I can't go any you literally can start a YouTube series one hour a week and if you are sincere in your intention then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will facilitate the rest so that is a bit of a little mini recap of myself and how far I've come uh, not how far I've come but like my journey I don't think I've gone that far like there's plenty plenty more to go but alhamdulillah and so to my recent decision of covering my face this has been something I've been wanting to get my face off online for quite a while now like the more I study the more I learn and the more the more I am online the more I want to take myself off like I still want to encourage sisters and I still want to spread the deen and give da'wah, but I don't want it to be about me. I don't want it to be like me-centered. I want my platform and I want my social media all to be Allah-centered. Like I want it to be all about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and and there's like difference of opinions if a woman should be out there if she should have a face um out there and I found myself like before I would record a video that's an Islamic reminder I would care about what I looked like and I'm like babes where's your intentions at and it's just like having my videos out there having my photos out there like they would reach millions and millions and I'm like it gave an uneasy um feeling in my heart and my intention was to just cover my face uh, for the sake of Allah and to, to just attain that extra level of modesty and I've been seeing a lot of girls online who are like deleting their videos because it's immodest or deleting videos because it has music on them and just everyone's just taking these steps to better them and I'm like wait a minute it's like a race to gender I want, I want to be a part of this race as well and uh, and subhanAllah, I look at the wives of the Prophet ﷺ as our role models. And so if I can do something to um, follow in their footsteps, for me, that is an act of ibadah. And I'm doing this for the sake of Allah. And I want to encourage other sisters to better themselves for the sake of Allah as well. So it was a real, real, real like tug of war with my nafs. Like I went to Umrah in January and I made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so badly in Mecca, like, Ya Allah, support me and help me. And I had a lot of um conversations with my friends back and forth. And subhanAllah, here we are the other night. I just decided to just break it, literally just break your nafs. And the, the hadith that was replaying in my mind is that you never ever give up something for the sake of Allah except that he replaces it with something better like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't like just like if you like open like I'm getting tongue twisted like you close a door and just to better yourself Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open doors in places that you didn't even know existed and I think like for me waffling in the past 30 minutes about telling my journey every single thing that followed was due to a step that I had taken for example like turning uh, switch, switching out music um, replacing it with podcast and then engaging with the Quran every single day it all came step by step me um, putting like uh, starting my prayers or and and that I believe that led me to becoming more religious like quote-unquote and also like being the reason for me to to have the strength to put on the hijab because if I didn't have my prayers I don't think I would have put on the hijab or me not going out with my friends and not going out to places now versus me currently like being only at the masjid and like the people at the masjid being sick of me like go home and it's like subhanallah like every every single thing there's there's like a reaction to every action and you do that action you make sure that action is good you make sure that action is sincere then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will facilitate for you like no matter where you are no matter what you've done do not despair in the mercy of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the forever forgiving, the most forgiving, the most merciful. He wants to give us Jannah. And in, in Hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you walk to me and I will run to you. You you come forward a hand span, I will come forward, come forth an arm's length. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready to forgive us. And and there's so many good deeds to do. And, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala judges you based off your circumstance and based off your intentions. So you just strive and you just do your best. And I bet you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will facilitate for you. Definitely, definitely, definitely perfect your five daily prayers. Like regardless of what you are feeling, make sure you do them. And also have an active and daily relationship with the Quran because that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words. If you I can't remember which uh, scholar it was that said that if you want to talk to if you want to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then go and pray. And if you want to hear what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to say to you, then read the Quran. This is our lifeline to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And wherever you are in your journey, these two are your 
these two is is like your lifeline and from there you, you start engaging with the seal of the prophet وسلم, and you do your morning of card and you start seeking knowledge and x y and z and x y like everything just follows you just start off small small and you start off slow the prophet وسلم, said that the most beloved deeds to allah are those are the ones that are small and consistent over the big one-off ones shaitan will tell you to do so much in such a small amount of time because he knows you he knows you can't do it and um but if you do small consistent deeds and slowly slowly build upon them and it's going to happen over a, maybe a short amount of time a long amount of time allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best as long as you are sincere inshallah he will facilitate so i just wanted to say that quickly um and inshallah i'm going to try to be more consistent with these episodes i really would love your feedback um how your reflections from each episode i would love to hear them and also what other topics you want me to talk about i've got i know hijab is a very very de um, highly demanded one and i would love to dedicate a whole episode to that um seeking knowledge um importance of good friendships and all that kind of stuff but i really want to hear what you guys have to say and inshallah i can facilitate towards that may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us all jazakallah khairan for listening and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh